Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend? Good morning. All right, well, so for those of you who are new to the program, we put the podcast version of the program together on a Thursday, and then it airs on the radio station on a Sunday. So we're going to talk from the perspective of this being Thursday, and on Thursday, that is the final day, or should be the final day, of the Indiana General Assembly. There's a name for this, right? Sunny die, Robert. Uh, okay, and you went through about 30 of these I went over, through 30. The, over the mm-hmm. years. And what is it like? Uh, summer break at the public schools? Does everybody just throw a big party for themselves? What happens? Well, uh, everybody is ready to get out of town. They're tired of seeing each other. They're tired of talking to each other. They're, they're, uh, uh, you know, spring is sprung, and uh, they'll be back for the race. But uh, they'll have a uh, they'll adjourn today. Uh, that being Thursday and. Maybe a party. I, th- I think the party um, was a lot more rambunctious 30 years ago, uh, but um, they- they'll be very glad to be finished. All right. Well, we're going to spend most of our time talking about this uh, session because it's been a colossal failure for the taxpayers, as we predicted it would be. But I, I want to start with this, Jim, because this is gross based on what's going on in our society right now where people are struggling to afford food they're struggling to afford gas they're struggling to pay their mortgage the property taxes are out of control uh i'm gonna read you this headline these people make me want to puke uh i'm sorry this is from the indiana capital chronicle governor other top elected officials see pay raise in budget are you ready shall we work through it well it's uh you know that (laughs) <laughs> I mean, th- these people make me want to just puke all over myself. I That's mean, one I'm a, heck of a headline I'm after go- all of the things that have gone on the last three or four months. All right, so let's start with the governor, okay? Mm-hmm. So his gov- his pay raise is now, according to Indiana Capital Chronicle, uh, is going to be equal to that of an Indiana Supreme Court justice. Yes. And, but, but, you know, there could be a complaint in there, but you need to attract good people to run for governor. And the way you do that is a, a, lots of circumstances. But uh, we, we have to pay more people. We have to pay more to people who are in government service. Robert, we're 37th in the country. And it, it, it wait, we need wait, wait, talent. Wait, wait. wait, are you talking we got to pay more people who work in the government? I'm open to hearing that conversation. Yes. Are you saying we have to pay the governor more? Well, I don't I, I this is the first time I've heard of of the governor getting a pay increase. Well, that's because they that's how they do it, Jim. They what? stick it in at the very end, so we have to do it here because nobody has any idea what's going on. Which is really interesting because the governor and the uh, legislature Ha- aren't really picnic picnicking together. They're not having coffee. 
they they don't get along. Uh, the legislature wants to investigate what has gone on the last three or four years, and the governor is at the epicenter of that. And so it's a surprise that this comes late because I don't think it was in the budget prior, and um, this is a late a late add-in. And, uh, you know, may, maybe, just maybe, uh, uh, the next governor. Sometimes you do that where you have legislation where, uh, whoever's elected governor next time, and this kicks in in 25. Yeah, it but, does. But it does. Yeah. Okay. But it still doesn't excuse the fact that the governor is going to go from making $133,683, which is ridiculous now considering he has no expenses. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going to call the lawn company and have them cut his grass. It's not like he's got a mortgage that he has to pay. It's not like when you know he goes out, he's pulling out his own wallet most of the time to pay for his meals. I mean, the guy makes one hundred thirty-three grand, almost one hundred thirty-four grand, and has no expenses. Well, that's you, gross. Well, if you look at the private sector, which this is not, but if you look at it from how many employees that individual is managing, how much money the forty-four billion dollar budget you you um, you have uh, to uh, to administer, uh, I, I don't know what the salary is going to be. I'll in tell you, twenty-five. You ready? We need to track good people. To you ready? Service. Yes. A hundred and ninety-eight thousand five hundred thirteen dollars. Well, you know the 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 president has fifty states, <laughs> and I think he's he or she uh, earns what four hundred thousand dollars. A little bit over four hundred thousand. Yeah. So you know that's apples and oranges. But forty that's a forty-eight percent pay increase. We need to attract good people to government, and uh, and and luckily. Uh, this will be to attract a really good government candidate wait, in 2020. Wait, come on, Jim. Now, you're telling me that Eric Doden, who is a very wealthy person, needs the extra 60000 to run for governor? You're going to tell me Mike Braun, who spends millions of dollars on his own campaign, needs the extra 60000 You're going to tell me Suzanne Crouch, who is... I don't think she's hanging out in any soup kitchens anytime soon, while maybe not as wealthy as the other ones, needs the extra 60000 Well, Robert. Come on, Jim. Just think, somebody else might get into it that needs the money. <laughs> Boy, you're stretching. You're, are, are your muscles hurting from all that stretching you're doing? Well, that's the nice thing about our, our, our um, podcast here. We stretch, Jim. <laughs> well, I mean, this is gross, right? To tell the regular person we have nothing for you on your property taxes. Nothing. You, you know, that, that's a good subject to talk about today because you, you, through this last year, we knew this, what Nikki Kelly with the Indiana Capital Chronicle has talked about 18%. It's not you. you you've you talked about it for a year, but she's she's done a good job of identifying it. Uh, and, and the thing that is interesting to me is, what the legislature knows that we don't. Why? Why uh, now? It has there? Are they worried about upsetting the schools? Uh, that the schools are going to get a windfall. Local officials are going to get a windfall. Um, what? What is actually going on behind the scenes that uh, that they've turned a blind eye to property taxes? Where if you, if you look at this budget, they're cutting taxes. They're doing a lot of different things with this budget that um, sliding in some sort of, you know, one-time homestead credit or, you know, and we've we've done this before where you just send a check. What is actually happening behind the scenes that they, they just don't um, – they don't acknowledge the property tax issue 
uh, other than maybe a, a you know drive-by. Uh, I, you just don't understand. I don't understand how they're not uh, accepting that as a problem. And is is it because the the mouths need to be fee- fed at the local level? Uh, okay, so under the budget proposal, which again, as Thursdays we're putting this together, has not been adopted as of yet. But I mean, I think it's well, the a, leaders. It, it's a fait accompli at this point. Yeah, for our audience. All four leaders, uh, really all the two leaders and the people that form the budget, because, Robert, at the end of session, um, it, it's really the president pro tem, the Speaker of the House, the person who runs the finances in the Senate, Ryan Mishler, and, and Jeff Thompson this year. Those are the people who really make the decisions. And so it, it's, that, it's that crew of four uh, that make these decisions. And they made the announcement on Wednesday – uh, so it's a fait accompli. Yeah, okay. So, uh, but wait, there's more. The lieutenant governor, um, her, well, the next lieutenant governor's salary will now go from $108,819 to $174,691, Jim. Well, um, I was um, at, a, at, a, um, at, at a premiere last night for the Working Hungry, uh, where, we're ta- where we're constantly talking about poverty. And and obviously, one hundred eight thousand dollars isn't isn't um, isn't SNAP and isn't uh, food stamps. You're not eligible for that. But um, our our government officials have been woefully underpaid, and and sometimes you get what you pay for. Uh, but um, uh, I'm glad they're boosting the salaries, and and uh, but it, it doesn't it doesn't excuse the idea that. We know property taxes are increasing. We know that it, that the assessments are growing, but they really didn't. They didn't pay any attention to it whatsoever this year. Are uh, you ready for more? Yes. I'm not done yet. I've still mm-hmm. got a ways to go on this uh, salary hike palooza for state uh, state lawmakers. <laughs> uh, the attorney general, uh, his salary will go up from one hundred thirteen thousand six hundred fifty three to one hundred sixty four thousand seven hundred sixty five. You know, it's really interesting that we have not heard anything about this. Uh, There might have been some testimony back in January from the different offices uh, in front of these Ways and Means and the Finance Committee, but uh, we haven't heard a whole lot. And I don't think this was in the budget. No, they just threw it in. This has been this is a latecomer, and uh, and there's really no public testimony whatsoever other than the initial beginning when people were brought their budgets to these various but, uh, finance committees but wait there's more jim we're still not done <laughs> we're still not done as you're getting nothing for your help with your basic necessities uh there is more uh the last three executive offices as they describe them in the capital chronicle which are the auditor the treasurer and the uh, Secretary of State, mm-hmm. you remember the Secretary of State, Diego, the guy who was fired from the mm-hmm. office mm-hmm. and then was about to be fired again. And then has the really uh, interesting work history and then uh, somehow managed to vote in a county different from where he was taking his his homestead credit and then didn't participate in the debates. And then one of his first actions was to hire his brother-in-law for a big six-figure. You remember Diego, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, his salary is going to go... Uh, uh, from ninety four thousand five hundred one dollars mm-hmm. to one hundred thirty one thousand eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So um, there you go. That's your tax dollars at work right there. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's important for all taxpayers to understand what these individual offices actually do. Our friend, our friend Dan Elliott, 
uh, obviously is an outstanding tra- state treasurer, and he's only been there a couple months. And um, like I said, you know, we we need to pay we need to pay a, uh, a statewide office holder. And d- does that take place in 25? 25. January okay. 21, 25. Okay. Well, I, I think there's going to be uh, plenty of opportunity to people for people to go to the state house and or or watch our um, statewide office officers if you will uh, and how they do and um, the idea of of earning their money i think it's important that uh, people understand what the secretary of state does the state treasurer the state auditor everybody uh and and i don't know when the last time was we increased their salary uh but um it, it's time i just think that uh people have to be in earnest watching what they do and and um, being aware that they're going to be up for re-election sometime soon and and uh, vote accordingly. Ah, but these people are shameless, Jim. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, Diego well, Morales is a shameless person. I mean, he has absolutely no shame or Robert, or let's dwell on the positive. What is positive about this, Jim? Da- Daniel Elliott, our state treasurer. You sat at his table yeah, at that fine, Lincoln Day dinner. He's a fine guy. He doesn't deserve this sort of raise. <laughs> and I would. Uh, we're going to have, I think, Dan on pretty soon. And oh, maybe, good. Maybe he'll tell us. I don't deserve. Well, I, I think. Uh, I think we need to ask him. Yeah. Uh, what he What he did in the beginning? Did he do anything? as one of his first acts is to ask for more money. Well, and we'll, we'll, I, I think that's a good question. We'll ask him, and he'll come on, and I'm sure he'll answer that. I mean, mm-hmm. this is pathetic. This yeah. is gross. All right, mm-hmm. speaking of other things that are gross, uh, they're wrapping up the the session, and once again, we'll have record budgets. We'll have record government, record government uh, spending. Now, Jim, I thought the Republican Party was supposed to be the party of low taxes and limited government. We'll get to the low taxes in a moment, but from the limited government side, uh, a $43.5 billion, well, I guess it'll be almost $45 billion now with the new money. That sure doesn't sound like lo- low government or limited government to me. Well, it, 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 it doesn't to me either, but there are some places that have been moribund for the last 23, 24 years in the way of uh, Medicaid payments for dentists. Dentists don't have any, any incentives to take on those that uh, uh, are, are, are in need. And, and that was a situation where I've watched very closely. My sister is the president of the Indiana Dental Association, and most dentists aren't, weren't taking Medicaid patients. So there, there are places in the budget that, uh, that uh, we have ignored and, um, and fallen behind. But, but the, the idea of the Republican Party being for less government, um, I, I think it's, it's a debatable point. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program, State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government, currently talking about the massive amount of new government spending under the new Republican supermajority and Republican governor budget. You're talking about a very specific area of a very specific thing. We're not talking about what will ultimately be close to $7 billion in new spending. That ain't going to dentists. No, no, but I think I, I was given an example where 
where that situation has been ignored for two decades. And uh, you know, obviously, uh, the state government is ripe for a, a complete efficiency study, a lean Six Sigma uh, study where you you find out exactly, for instance, you know, the governor and the administration had a work fair last summer. And, and what I would have done is I would have taken taken that government uh, that government put it through a filter what do we need what don't what don't we need and and really kind of had a a, a survey uh, a, a, an exercise on um, the performance of state government you, you look at part of that budget they're putting 800 million dollars more into the re, uh, reconstruction of a prison in Northwest, Indiana and 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 I have heard nothing about the the idea of um, reentry, um, med- you know, the idea of of not exactly warehousing human beings, the idea of taking care of people so they don't reoffend. Thirty seven percent of the people that leave Department of Correction come back. We're doing something wrong there. Yeah, but again, it's not a money problem; it's a management problem, and our state is managed by morons. Yes, and every 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 uh, department. I think there are forty nine secretaries, forty nine people running departments, and each department needs a filter. They need to uh, reexamine what is necessary and what is not. And this enormous budget probably brings that home the truth that the next governor needs to. Um, examine every piece of government because certainly rob it's grown does holcomb have any idea at this point what's going on in his government i mean he may know the big stuff that his little pet projects mostly that benefit his big donor lobbyist uh corporate friends you know he he'll 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 jump off a cliff for those people but i mean the nuts and bolts like i felt like mitch daniels probably knew the nuts and bolts of state government he knew everything Every dot. Do you think every, Holcomb every has any idea? Any idea whatsoever? I, I think when um, when the governor said that he heard from a third party that the waste from the East Palestine uh, disaster in Ohio was coming to Indiana, that he'd heard it from a third party, uh, tells you a lot. All right. So while we have the record government and the big raises for the elected people, and of course, well, Jim, we forgot to mention, of course, we got the million and a half dollars of raises for the State lawmakers. We almost left that one out of there as well. <laughs> but, but but there's a difference there. We've known that for a long time. Sure. There's been public testimony on that. That that's a completely different kettle of fish. I I I this this is the first time I've heard about uh, salary increases for the statewide. And but but that, that wasn't the budget. Uh, the 6.6 million Hoosiers could comment on it and talk to the legislator about if they if they if they uh, uh, support it or if they don't. That's a completely different situation. Uh, yes, but I mean, we want to point out how rich the government is getting out of this. So they're a part of that. I mean, whether it was in the budget in the beginning or not, at least they were a little more transparent about their their. Uh, <laughs> Well, transparency that it is. Transparency is the is the word of the day in that regard, and you know, people have had a right to scream at the legislator if if they didn't support that. Now, this issue, this late this late in the session increase in the statewide salaries, which I have not heard anything about. That's a that's completely different than uh, the 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 testimonies that that. Um, has gone on probably ad nauseum about about the budget that's been in there from day one. 
Uh, let's talk about what the taxpayer got, which was a giant middle finger from the Indiana General Assembly. Why do your friends hate the taxpayer so much? Well, they don't. Uh, but they're oh, pick- come! I know Robert, you're, the, you're the nicest guy that ever lived, Jim. No, Merritt, they're but- picking. They're picking winners and losers. You you saw if you look at that budget, uh, what they announced yesterday. They they are cutting taxes. They're cutting income taxes. But you pick winners and you pick losers. And, and and the loser right now is if you own property. Yeah, okay, so Capital Chronicle on this income tax cut. Now, this is some paltry thing over six years. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's, hey, we're getting rid of the income tax effective immediately. It's it's a whatever it is. A- well, it's stare down. I'm sure it's they're, they're, they're lessening it every year right. so, so they don't take the big chunk right away. Because, well, you know, we only have a $6 billion surplus, so, you know, if you took gave more money back to the people well then what would we do with the six billion dollar surplus uh I'm, I'm all for cutting income taxes i just don't understand the property tax issue well let's get to that in a second because okay. the income tax is also a joke because if you make 50 grand so capital chronicle did the math i think this was capital chronicle did the math maybe somebody was, did the math yeah i think it was capital chronicle that's mostly who i read but i could no 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 it was caitlin lang caitlin lang did the math indianapolis star yeah uh, used to be she's with you, some, somebody else now. oh that's right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but she did the math, and if you make fifty grand, which a lot of people make more than fifty grand, but they just pick that number. If you make fifty grand, you get two hundred seventy-five bucks over six years. Mm-hmm. Well, fifty grand is almost like food stamps. I, 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 mean, I hope it, they don't injure snap. themselves. You know, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I hope yeah. they don't injure themselves with that two hundred seventy. Well, okay, let's say it, it's a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Well, it's double that. Right. You get five. Well, that means the lieutenant governor's almost on. Yeah. It. <laughs> You get you get five hundred and fifty dollars over six years. I hope they didn't tear a hamstring uh, with their legs attempting to lift that heavy burden of five hundred fifty dollars over six years. And, and um, <clears throat> it's um, uh, it, it, that that is very hard to explain. And uh, I uh, it, it's almost like checking that box. We did it. Yeah. Regardless of the amount of money in it, and uh, and, and it's. I don't know if it's gross or not, but it 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 fits the it fits the picture that they're trying to help a, a wide uh, array of people that are taxpayers and and uh, it, it people won't notice it. Well, okay, let's and let's talk about the property tax because I think uh, this is a quiz today. Well, you know, and look here, <laughs> and here's the problem, Jim and Nikki Kelly talked about it with this with us multiple times, which is you get to the end of the session. And then they just start throwing things in that were never discussed. That's that there was exactly no right. No hearings. It, so, so we're trying to do. It's a cornucopia. I mean, it's 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 pathetic. It's a pathetic lack of transparency mm-hmm. that you go through all these months of testimony and 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 debate and information gathering, and then you just start throwing things in that were never discussed. Yeah, and if they were discussed, they weren't. It wasn't um, apparent. It wasn't transparent. And uh, they were probably discussed in some committee hearing. Uh, that was the frustrating um, issue about my existence there, that at late session, it's those four or five or six people who are at the table, and, and the Republicans are negotiating more times than not now uh, with Republicans. And, and people have their pet, their yep. pet projects, and uh, in the Senate and the and – the, um, in, in the House of Representatives. And, and you know, there are some Democrats have made a point uh, that maybe they'll maybe they'll get something out of the budget 
and and you know, there's likely that all 50 members of the Indiana Senate will vote for this budget. Yeah, all Democrats and Republicans. Oh yeah, that's happened a lot. And that's that should be a newsflash to everyone that all if the Democrats like it, that should be a big old newsflash to you. Right, and you know, it it, it goes back to, um, you know, you can't have all 50 uh, Senate members of the Senate. You can't have all 100. But at the end of the session, it it, it does come down to a, a, a small committee of people. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the big one. And um, again, as we're putting the podcast together, uh, we still have hours, I guess, left in the session. So maybe uh, some sort of uh, last hour miracle, but as it stands right now, there is absolutely nothing, no help, zero with the property taxes. Right. And what are we doing wrong here? You and I talk about this all the time. And um, No, we're, we're doing nothing wrong. Jim Lucas said, we're not going to do this because we don't want to give you, you being me, the win. Yeah. That's well, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Bless his heart. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I I go back to the, the thought, what what are we doing wrong here? Um, and what meeting do we miss? What uh, is there something in this that they know that we don't know? Is it um, uh, education, the people in the K through 12, uh, or is it the local government, um, local government members who are, are more than likely going to going to get a windfall? Uh, from all this what what robert what am i missing here no missing anything yeah. these these what are they missing no what no they're getting everything they're not missing anything mm-hmm. that's the problem right i mean you have I, look I, I you're much nicer than me i think we've established that in the years we've been that's on why the show together yin and yang, right? you know, yeah mm-hmm. but you have and i found this to be and i know you will not say this but i found when i was over at the state house and then when i was in the government center that your colleagues are some of the dumbest people alive I mean, they don't read, they don't understand, they don't know, they're not inquisitive. I mean, you remember uh, probably your friend that we uh, made no longer a state senator over that TIF bill uh, in 2014, uh, your uh, your buddy Pete Miller, who wouldn't listen to us, and we told him you're going to hurt your constituents, and he wouldn't listen because Luke Kinley wanted him to carry that bill, and he decided it was better to buddy with Kinley than listen to his people, and he got voted out of office. Now, we put an even bigger loser in there and John Crane, but, uh, you know, that's a that's a... A shining example. He had no idea what he was doing. He just did it because Kenley told him to do it. Well, Robert, it it also goes back to the fact that that legislators, uh, members of the Indiana General Assembly, have to deal with crisis. If they deal with crisis, then something moves. But if it's not in a crisis situation, uh, they won't. And maybe, just maybe, people will be uh, surprised the property tax bills are coming out right now, and and there will be a shock um, you know, the appeal process isn't simple whatsoever. And uh, that shock that that um, if you see a legislator, a legislator at the grocery, at the gym, at the at church, um, you know, maybe they'll be contacted in that regard or uh, via email. But but right now they're not feeling the shock. There is it, something maniacal, though, as a human being. I mean, let's take about the elected side of it as a human being. To know people who live in your communities are hurting, and your response to that is nothing for them, and give yourself a whole bunch more money. Uh, that's that's a gr- you, those are gross people. Yeah, on its face, that is absolutely 
unacceptable whatsoever. And I can see why there would be anger. We all saw back in 2007 where Mayor Peterson gets put out of office, loses, primarily because of the property tax issue. And he, he completely mismanaged it. And he should have been the one that went to the state house and uh, and protested the property tax increases uh, because uh, he really had nothing to do with them. It was it was uh, uh, the legislature didn't act, uh, and and it was all about a, uh, all about assessment. And and right now, um, the it, it, this will become not an issue in May uh, in the primary for the local offices such as the mayor of Indianapolis. But this will be an issue in, in the 23 um, municipal elections. If, if there's any impact, who knows? But um, it goes back to government is so large and so expansive, people really don't know what door to knock on. What door to knock on? I am just, um, I am so disappointed in this state. Like, I'm just, I am ashamed that these people represent me. I mean, I am just, ash- and it's not... You know, there are disagreements, and I have many of them with people in government, but every time it seems like I am involved or paying attention to something in the government, it is just a colossally disappointing experience, and it seems to be, whether it's local, state, federal, whatever, the government puts themselves ahead of the people, and the people in the government put themselves ahead of the people, and that is where we will end today's show, Jim Merritt, and we thank you for being a national treasure. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, program State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Find Jim Merritt on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt. Me, I'm on Twitter at Robin Kendall, at Robin Kendall. And you can hear me weekdays, 9 until noon, Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. For Jim Merritt, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to State House Happenings.